0: Welcome to the Mutual Friends Podcast. I hope you're well. I just tripped over my words because I felt like I think I usually say welcome welcome back, but let's assume we've got a lot of new listeners and we do have a lot of new listeners. Um, so welcome to the Mutual Friends Podcast. If you listened before, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. How are you doing? Um, We are doing another podcast where I am streaming the uh, actual recording live. So if you follow me on TikTok and you see me going, I've been going live a lot more lately and I'm trying to uh, stream my recordings. I probably won't be able to do that for the next couple episodes because we're doing some batching. I'm heading to New York. So you know what that means? That means the fancy uh, studio, which is always fun. But uh, yeah, I think this live thing is really fun because then... You guys get to ask questions, um, and it's a lot more interactive for me. So any all Let's get into the well. Before we start that, let me introduce the topic for today. So, our this actually came from our podcast Spotify Wrapped. So, if you did not know, your artists and podcasts get a Spotify Wrapped just like you do, and it's about our show or you know the music, how many listen to, listeners you've had, all the type of things. Um, and so, I got to see our Spotify Wrapped, and our top episode this year was about how to get started on TikTok from scratch, and so. I was like, oh, let's, like, let me gather some questions, and, you know, because this influencing journey, we're, like, well in it now, let me gather some questions about influencing, about TikTok, about uh, growing a TikTok, about, uh, and give you guys an update, kind of, on my influencing journey, where I am, like, what's happening, and that's what this is about, but of course, we got to get through the group chat. These stories are interesting stories, I wouldn't say that there's a lot of tea but i liked these stories um maybe a little bit of tea a little bit of throwback tea actually one two i would say two of these stories is throwback tea one of them is just like i love the internet kind of thing so let's get into it let's start the group chat i never have known how to say this person's name macaulay culkin Macaulay Culkin, I think, is the name. There's a uh, a couple things to this story. Macaulay Culkin, the little boy from Home Alone, okay? And Brenda Song's sons make public debut at Walk of Fame Ceremony. This is the article that I found. This is from popculture.com. There's a couple stories in here, but there's one that I actually care about. One, uh, Macaulay Culkin, I hope I'm saying that name right. He got a a Walk of Fame star, which is awesome. Um, And they did the star ceremony. So cute. Two, debuted his second son, which is very exciting. His first one, who is two, is named Dakota. Don't really care. I mean, I care about the children, but that's your private life, whatever. The best story of this is the reminder that the kid from Home Alone and Brenda Song are married and have children. And if you've not seen this video of his his speech to Brenda, oh my God, it was so beautiful. I kind of thought this guy... I. I have not like gone back and reviewed. I thought he kind of went off the rails. Like I thought there was like a thing about drugs or like something, I don't know. But his speech to Brenda Song was, oh, it was so beautiful. The love between these two, I don't know how, I mean, they must stay quite private, which I totally like Empowered them to do. But the love between these two is so beautiful. It was so cute. So glad he got uh, a star on, also, how do people, how does he, how is he just now getting a star? Like, is he actually doing anything now? Like, is his work doing anything? How does the star thing happen with the Walk of Fame? I'm not really sure. Um, but what was beautiful, uh, of course, Brenda was there. But then also, Catherine O'Hara was there, you know, more recently known as Moira Rose, but his on screen mom was there, which was so cute. This is just a really cute, wholesome story. And I just love because it is a surprise to me every time, even though I've learned this. Hi, guys! I've learned this like uh, twice, three times now. I just keep relearning this fact that Brenda's song and Macaulay Culkin, I literally can't say his name unless I'm like reading it. Um, um, I'm just learning this fact that they are, or I learned this fact that they are married multiple times and it's great. I love having the memory of a goldfish. Story number two. This is like literally hysterical. Have, this is, have you, this is a theory that has been around for a long time and is coming back up after some interview that Anne Hathaway did. Have you guys heard the conspiracy theory about Anne Hathaway and her husband? Here's something you should know. Shakespeare, Shakespeare's wife was named Anne Hathaway. So, uh, Anne Hathaway was the wife of William Shakespeare, English poet, playwright, and actor. We all know this. They were married in 1582 when he was 18 and she was 26. I feel like that's different. I feel like we that's usually the other way around. Interesting. Uh, she outlived her husband by seven years. That's common, I feel like. I don't know why all the women always outlive their husbands. Um, but yeah, um, if you go and look up, william shakespeare and what he looked like and then you look up our anne hathaway our devil wears prada anne hathaway and you put these like her husband not her but her husband you put them side by side um i'm not convinced this isn't the reincarnation like the obviously we only have paintings of shakespeare but the similarities are uncanny it is really really bizarre so there's this uh yeah conspiracy theory that like her husband is like the reincarnation of shakespeare she is of course the wife anne hathaway and i find this hysterical this is a piece of the internet I love. This is the part of the internet that I love, that we can really just get behind this messaging. There's these weird, um, I don't know who comes up with this information, like who compiles this type of theory and then just sets it into the box of the internet for it to catch fire and run. But I'm so thankful for the internet people who do that. And last one, uh, Kim Rhodes. Does anybody know who that is? Cause I, did not realize I knew who this person was. Kim Rhodes is the mom from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, haven't heard from her in a long time, but she went on the Vulnerable Podcast. If you don't know what the vul- Vulnerable Podcast is, so this is the podcast that is hostate, hosted by um, Christy Carlson Romano. Is that her whole name? I think so. Kim Possible, the voice of Kim Possible, Cadet Kelly. Um, she has a lot of these like old Disney stars on. And, uh, yeah, Kim talked about something that happened on set of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Of course, if you remember Sweet Life of Zack and Cody back in the day, when I don't know their age, I would say they were maybe 11, 12. Um, And uh, what Kim said is that there was a person, she just said person of power, who came onto set, and uh, they had the room where they have all the food and the snacks, and there was donuts there. And, um, the guy, I'm assuming it was a man, the way that she said, I think that she said he started screaming and saying like, no more of this. And then pointed to Dylan, his Dylan and Cole pointed to Dylan and said, until he looks like him and then pointed to Cody and public publicly body shamed this 11, 12 year old, whatever on the set. And Kim said that she went out. Absolutely ballistic, absolutely ballistic. I highly recommend you go watch the clips, go like watch Vulnerable Podcast because this was actually a wonderful interview. I'm going to watch the rest of it because um, I just thought it was really, really interesting. But yeah, that... She also, um, there was something else that she said, like another storyline that she may have said on another podcast or something that there was a, like a fat shaming line that I want to say it was Dylan. I want to say it was Dylan, not totally positive, but there was a fat shaming line or a joke that Dylan was supposed to say that was written in the script about her, about you know his on-screen mom, and he refused to say it. I just think that's so wholesome. I love getting the, wow, Brenda's Song, in. I didn't even actually do that on purpose. A lot of like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody cast here. Did Anne Hathaway make any appearances? I don't believe so. Anyway, but I like hearing the behind the scenes of these TV shows and what went on. I think that also, let's just talk about the track of Disney childhood stardom and where that leads you. Um, I think that Dylan and Cole have seemed to do very well themselves. Not totally sure what they're doing, but they seem to be doing all right. And I love, I love that Kim Rhodes is like coming out of the woodwork. Um, she just seems like a badass. She seems like a badass an amazing person to work with. I loved this interview. So I thought that was very, very interesting. We sped through those stories. So that's fantastic. And yeah, they, again, they weren't like super juicy stories. It wasn't a lot of tea, but I thought that these were good ones. Um, I hope that you enjoyed them. Hope that you enjoyed the group chat. If you ever have stories that you want us to report on, like specific things you want us to talk about, go to our Instagram and DM us. Just let us know. We'll be happy to chat about it. You do not have to ask us twice to give an opinion about something. Um, So... With that, let's get into the bulk of the podcast. We are talking about TikTok. We are talking about influencing. We're talking about the ins and outs behind the scenes. Um, I have a couple questions that were asked on my Instagram here. And then I've got everybody on TikTok here that uh, is, we are live and you are welcome to ask questions. Um, I'm going to start with like two questions uh, from the people who submitted on Instagram and then I'm gonna come back here. So go ahead and start putting your Questions here. Let me. I'm just gonna start at the bottom. Oh my gosh, I cannot read. Hello. Here we go. How to stay consistent and always have ideas. Honestly, this comes down to like for me a little list. And also, we'll get into the nitty gritty, guys. Don't worry. I'm just want to make sure that I address everybody's questions. Um, ultimately, this comes down like I have a notes app in my phone that is TikTok ideas. At first, I had several notes, and it was TikTok ideas for like educational content or. Uh, Entertaining content or like vlog, like I had them separated, and then now it's just like a giant list, and that is how I like maintain ideas and consistency. Um, What I find works best for me and works best is for. for performance is filming exactly when I have that idea because a lot of mine are like story times and things like that and the energy of that idea definitely comes through in the video. However, oh, my little light just went out. That's predictable. Anyway, oh, I hate that because the vibe, it's definitely not as cute without the blue light. That's okay. Uh, I'm also looking for a, I think I'm gonna get a neon sign over here. I think it'd be very fun. Anyways, um, so I try, like if I can, I will record when I have the idea, but that's not always possible. So then I just literally keep this giant list of ideas. And I think it's always good, like if you're in the mode to batch record, I'm not awesome at that, I'm really not. But I am thankful when like, if there's things, if I have like a weekend uh, or a Saturday and I'm feeling really good about ideas and I can just record, 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 and then just have a bunch of them. Um, there have been a couple times where I've just had a couple days where I'm filming and I'm loving it. And I've had to stop myself from posting because I'll want to post them all at once. Um, yeah, let me move over to here. Here we go. Oh, I'm gonna bring this like light over here so I can actually read. Okay. Da, 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 da. Ooh, I don't know who is not nice in these comments. It seems that they're gone. I think they're gone, but. Angie, was something like not fun happening? I should probably get a moderator for these, but anyways. Oh yeah, I got some fil- comments in this live for filtered to protect the community's experience. They are gone. Ella, hi. Oh my God, Ella, thank you. Thank you guys. Um, Yeah, I'm clueless over here. I should probably get a moderator for when we do these things, but okay. Gosh, we've never really had like meanies in the comments like that before. Don't tell me what happened. I don't need to know. They don't need that attention. Okay, Emily asks, what do you do with all the extra gifts PR? Um, So actually I have a thing next to me, let me show you. So a couple things. Um, I, one, I don't have to explain how awesome it is to get PR and how thankful I am. Like you, it is really a out-of-body experience to be getting products sent to you. It is so much fun, so freaking much fun um and so i'm super super grateful for it but uh but you do sometimes like get a lot i've been getting a lot of repeat products so um one of the best part of my jobs is that i now am able to have two drawers or pr drawers or like little drawers and a dresser in the guest room and so i have my friends go through it and then i'm also collecting a you guys pile so these things are like on top of it but there's a bunch of stuff under there um and then i have two Boxes being built right now, and actually, um, Ella, one of these is yours. Uh, So I'm building those from the PR, but um, yeah, it gets, uh, if I have extra PR, it gets given away to family and friends or given away to you guys. And I haven't really done a lot of giveaways. Um, before and so I'm very excited to do do that for this holiday season, um, building these and then when I come back from New York, I believe I'll be shipping them. So that's what happens with those. Next question, does posting every day on TikTok really equal success? So the first uh, part of these questions is going to be, let me move this a little bit farther as well for lighting here. First part of these questions is going to be more like tactical things and then uh, I think some of it towards the end. Actually, I, I really thought you guys would have a lot more like nosy questions on like what it's been like for like behind the scenes of not that you know you'd want to know all about my journey, but a lot of these were more like how to get started on TikTok rather than like share the juicy, dirty secrets. So feel free to comment like what juicy, dirty secrets do you want to know on TikTok Live? This is why this is so fun. Um, but so, does posting every day on TikTok really equal success? Uh, that is a piece of how to be successful on TikTok. For as far as the consistency goes, that's a lot about algorithmic predictability, and so you want the algorithm to be able to predict when you're going to post. And so that's why that consistency matters. Um, If you are looking for growth, you are going to want to post a minimum of five days a week. Um, I would recommend posting every day. I don't think it is at a place where you need to post twice to three times a day anymore. Like the five time a day posting thing is not necessary. However, it will make you grow quicker. So if you're looking like, okay, best, you know, efficiency, I would recommend twice a day, at least for the first uh, month, you'll get faster growth and you'll also just get faster learnings on what works. And then you can go down to that once a day after that first month. But what you're really looking for is having so many videos that you have a lot of learnings on what works and then you're following what those videos do. So the more you put out there, the more likely uh, you, or like the more you put out, the more you're gonna learn about where the algorithm places you and what people like to see from your specific channel um tips for going viral you're the queen of it I I have gone viral several times I don't think I'm the queen of it but um again like I would say I think consistency is a that's how okay hold on Let's let's go a little bit tactical. Consistency is how you're going to have the best chance to go viral. Obviously, the more you post, the more chances you get. Now, um, a couple things that I see, like I will say, mistakes in videos that are going to inhibit your growth, whatever that virality means to you, um, because that does, you know, thirty thousand views could be viral to somebody. A million might be viral to somebody. Somebody might not consider something viral until it's like three million. Whatever. There not being a pause at the beginning of the video. I chop off the beginning and the ends of my video pretty close. And then I also recommend not having a lot of space in between speaking or clips, unless, unless it's like a comedic pause type of thing. Uh, A lot of, it is about keeping people on your video for as long as possible, and so understanding your delivery and the best way to deliver whatever you're saying in an entertaining way to keep people on that video. That that's that should be your main goal. Some other things TikTok is prioritizing longer form content, so I would aim to always have like sixty one seconds and above. Um, I would keep it forty five to forty five to sixty seconds or like. 45, 60, or 90 seconds should be kind of where your videos land. Um, You know, if you're just getting started out, try a couple of the shorter ones. Um, But you will see then what, you know, you'll see what works. Um, And just from what we know about TikTok, we know that they are prioritizing longer form content. So that's why I want to do that. Let me bring it back over to the TikTok live. Favorite thing about influencing, literally this, the fact that I get to talk to you guys. People, people are my favorite thing. I love meeting new people. Um, It has been my my favorite thing for my entire life. So the fact that my job is basically to be talking to people all day. Like, I don't think you really can truly understand my love for humans um, and meeting new humans. I got to meet new humans today. I was a judge at a model call. I don't know why they asked me, but it was so fun. And my favorite part of that was just getting to hang out with new people. So this is the best part. Like it's really like every day making new friends and that's definitely the best part. Do you ever feel pressured to film when you're having a rough day? Yeah, 100%. Like if I'm having a day where I don't want to film, honestly, like the last two days I've been very tired and um, I had, I think it was Friday night, I had a margarita so I was sort of feeling myself and I posted, um, did a little video, whatever. But weekends I tend to like really try not to post um, but I have a pressure a healthy pressure to post like once a day. I'm pretty pretty consistent with that. Weekends uh, or for five days a week and then weekends I tend to go one or the other. But usually of those five days I post, one of those days I'll usually post multiple times. So we're ending up having seven to 10 videos a week. Um, and again, it's about that consistency thing. So 100%, it's like you have to show up for your job. Like this is my job. I've committed myself to you guys, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Um, and oftentimes, the pressure doesn't come from this. I don't feel pressure from this job. It's that outside things, my nine to five job, busy life, December being crazy. Like those are the things that will keep me from posting. Not necessarily, uh, not necessarily pressure from the the influencing job that never makes me like not want to post if that makes sense are there any brands that you had wait oh are there any brands that you had slash wanted to decline their pr i have declined pr before um you know i don't want to be wasteful um and i love it when brands ask first because i don't want to be wasteful um like for instance i i uh, I've gotten on the PR list of this coffee brand, beautiful coffee brand, like aesthetically, it's literally so cute. And I wish I liked coffee. I don't, neither of us drink coffee. So it's very not relevant to us. So one of my coffee loving friends like gets that a lot. Um, but I do like decline PR and then, um, there's yeah, plenty of times, like I get sent like very random things, um, especially like, cause I'm on a lot of TikTok shop PR list, as you can imagine as, as like random as the TikTok shop products are on your feed. Like, imagine all of those coming to your house. Awesome, but sometimes, like, I didn't need it. Like, I got a, I got a pet uh, hair thing. I don't have a pet, so, like, that wouldn't have been relevant to me. Any brands that you've said no to? Oh, yeah, I say no to brands um, a lot, a lot. For, like, tea purposes, there has been... I'm trying to think if there's been a brand that I have said no to for um, like, I guess, moral purposes, um, I very quickly declined Shein. I think that that came in an inbox, and it wasn't even, like, it was literally my manager, I think, said, like, hey, I, you know, I'll just talk to you about this, but I went ahead and, like, said no, because I didn't think that this was your thing, um, and I said, yeah, no, that is not my thing at all, um, so I was just, like, I'll pass on that, I've passed on things, um, like, I've passed on, you end up, I decline things and delete emails daily because you end up getting so many and most of them, like, are spam. And then I'm, I think my manager is the one who's getting the ones that are, like, more heavy hitters and and the ones that are actually relevant. Um, What else have I said no to? I haven't, thankfully, really had to go into, like, some sort of moral battle or anything with a brand or, you know, really think about anything. I've never been approached by anybody, I think, besides Sheehan, um, that I was like, yeah, I'm just definitely, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I've really never, I've never had any, like, beef besides Panera with any, (laughs) any company. That beef is so irrelevant. Oh gosh. How do you come up with new content ideas? They absolutely, new content ideas like come from everyday life um and i have again that running list that is just consistent that i have like it's really long it's really long and i'll just think of things throughout the day that i want to tell you guys or talk to you about like the brazilian wax thing i literally left my brazilian wax like i'm not even gonna lie the brazilian wax video that's going viral right now i left my brazilian wax i farted and i was like whoa i forgot after you wax how earthquaking your ass cheeks get when you fart. And I was like, that is something one, I wish I would have known when I started waxing. And as soon as I say, I wish I would have known, I'm like, oh, then you know who should know this? All of my friends. And that's when I decide to, to tell you because I wish I would have known that. And I, I also recognize that that's funny. I'm a big, I've never been anybody that's very embarrassed to share anything. So um, if it's something that I think is funny, makes other people uncomfortable, um, but I can kind of lighten it and be more candid about it and make like something not weird because it's something that we all experience, then yeah, we're going to do it. So it really just comes from like daily life. I don't think any of my good ideas have come from sitting and thinking about like, oh, what should I post today? There are times when I'm sure that'll have to happen, but I don't I don't have to do that very often. Great question. Would you ever want to do this full-time? And this is a wonderful question that I get a lot. Um, I would. I would. Uh, I would and I could. Um, at I could right now. I don't know if it's... I would go full-time. Here are my, here are my like honest reasons I'm not full-time. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Here are my honest reasons why I'm not full-time. I love... Like, just very simply, I love my job now. I love my team and I love what I do. Outside of that, even if say I left, uh, because it is a very intense job, I influencing is intense in a different way. Um, it's time consuming. A marketing agency job is intense in a totally different way. Even if I left the agency for like, because of and that's probably why I would leave it wouldn't be because I didn't like it anymore I think it'd be because of the intensity um and the stress that it puts on my life which at this point it puts a lot of stress on my life I still love it but it is what it is um then I still I still don't know if I would not have another job. I think I would like go part-time as a bartender or a barista or something um, for a couple reasons. I think that uh, I like the structure of having a place to show up to and people that count on me. I love having a team. I, l- I literally adore having coworkers and I adore having human interaction. And as social as influencing is, it is not it is also incredibly lonely. So because you are, you know, I'm shut in my house all day, that's just not healthy. And I know that's not a healthy way for me, like as a personality to be, so even if I went, Like full time with influencing, I still think I'd have a side thing to kind of ground, not ground me. Yeah, you know, like ground me, have structure because when you're an influencer full time, you don't have some place to show up every day. And I've done the, uh, I've been a freelancer for myself. Um, I would assume that I'm a little bit older now, I have a little bit more experience, I would be better at managing myself now. Um, But that's not a risk that I'm currently willing to take. <laughs> Fave skincare brands. Uh, these are the ones that I use daily. The Ordinary, uh, Drunk Elephant. Oh, yeah, those are my two, which I know are like super separate sides of the spectrums. So I love the brands, I love the people behind them. Um, and I love their products and I think their products work really, really well and they have been the most effective for my skin. So those are my favorites. Um you mentioned before Joseph didn't receive the nicest comments. How do you handle that? Um we have not gotten like really a- any hate comments before. No, we've gotten I've gotten a few messages. People are like I mean literally under 5 comments or messages and that how do I handle that? That's literally just a block. Like that's just a block it's not relevant. Like it's not something to give energy to. It's not that person isn't relevant to me. Um, and their opinion is, it just seems irrelevant. Like it's almost like a laughing thing just cause it seems, I don't even know. It literally seems like somebody with a clown hat just started like running into my house. I'd be like, Whoa, turn around, bonk. And like, goodbye. Like, what are you doing here? And then I just move on with my day. There literally is no more energy that needs to go into it than that. I'm um, in a solid block. It's nice. Do, 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 do. What's a brand everyone should buy? What is it? Uh, Benefiber. Benifiber is a brand everybody should buy. Benifiber is for everybody because regularity is for everybody. And I love Benifiber with every fiber of my being. And I wish that they paid me. What makes your skin so clear? There might be a filter on this live, I don't know, my skin's not very clear. Actually, let me get like really close to the camera and let me see if I can show you, I have makeup on. So I'm dealing with acne right around here. I'm on a new hormonal acne medication that I'm hoping to help with that. This, all of this, um, we've got a lot of scarring here. That's from when I was little, Um, you know, pimple getting there, you can see the irregularities in my um, concealer that I, and this light makes it look atrocious. So, no clear here. It's better than it used to be though. Certainly better than it used to be. <laughs> uh, you're either tan or glowing today. Oh, thank you, I am oily. I'm oily and under three different bright lights. Uh, I also really love the Benefit Cookie Highlighter. I actually think that works works super super well. But so does the skin oils. Ah, uh, dirty skincare. Metamucil saved my life. Yep. Oh, it's nice seeing you too. Where is my conch piercing from? It is from. Oh, I'm assuming you mean the jewelry. I was thinking like, where did I get it pierced? The jewelry is from studs. I really love, 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 love studs. I really love their jewelry. They're a little bit on the pricier side, but phenomenal, uh, phenomenal quality jewelry. All right, let's head over back to the Instagram comments really quickly or Instagram questions. Um, how did, how to get started and how to get brand deals and stuff sent to you? Um, how to get started on a very, um, like how to get started, pick a platform and go all in and don't, move into focusing on the other platforms until you feel comfortable with that one like you feel accomplished in that one uh, for a long time like I had under 5000 followers on Instagram but I had over 400,000 on TikTok and now I have like 680,000 on TikTok and I think I have 23,000 on Instagram I just started focusing on Instagram a couple months ago um and so but I realized like I could just you know I was, I'm really happy with where TikTok is now. I'm like, I want to hit a million, that is a goal of mine, but like I was really happy and I felt like I was in a good rhythm with that. And that's what my focus was on, getting in a good rhythm with that platform before I focused on the others. There is no way that you can stress about all three. I'm not stressed about TikTok. I choose not to be stressed about Instagram because it's my least favorite platform, but it's something that I am putting strategic effort in. And then YouTube, I am also putting strategic effort in. And that is because I, I then had success on TikTok that was able to fund help for YouTube. YouTube, like, let's get business here. YouTube does not make me money. The podcast does not make me any money. Zero money. I would love for this to make me money. I'm working on it, dude. But it makes me zero monies. So the like pay that I get from TikTok is what's funding then my efforts to grow YouTube, which is uh, one of my like second like priorities for monetization. And that's the kind of, that's the way that you really have to think about influencing is, is setting up these monetization platforms. Um, There are several ways to monetize. I think that right now I've got three monetization, you could say routes, and then I'm like building a fourth and then I've got YouTube, which I'm hoping to monetize and the podcast. I'm hoping to monetize. You're constantly building these channels, but you have to feel like really comfortable on each one uh, before you move to the next one. So TikTok, I felt comfortable on it. I'm now making money on it, and that is now able to help me fund help for podcast and YouTube in the form of an editor and then a posting assistant. Um, so if anybody ever wonders how I do it all, I, I have... I have help. I have an assistant who um, helps repurpose my content onto the other platforms. There's really, really cheap ways to do that, um, and there's great like virtual assistants like overseas that I've worked with that are wonderful, wonderful people, um, and that that have helped me post before. And that if you're really wanting to take, like focus on one platform and then post it on other ones. Um, and then uh, an editor was for my time, honestly, that I was overwhelmed and I can't do it all. So I now have an editor and I love her and I love them both. And they literally are both going to see this podcast. So um, Lindsay and Amanda, you are my life. What else? Does Joseph mind you doing influencing? No, he doesn't. Um, some of it, I think like was, it was weird. In in the beginning, um, and I think it's cringy anyway. Like it always is going to feel cringy to hold up a phone. Like literally, there are days when I am walking down the street, I'm holding up a phone like this, talking because I'm doing a vlog or like whatever. Or if I'm taking an outfit pick downtown and you can tell when somebody is in their influencer photo taking, there's a difference between like, Hey, take a photo of me in front of this thing. And there's an influencer trying to get photos. Like it looks different and it does feel cringe. I think that took some getting used to, but, um, he's always been so like, so supportive and, um, cheers me on and helps me like get out when get out my own head when I feel weird. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, he, 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 and he loves it. He thinks it's so cool. Um, He will brag uh, about me before I brag about myself, which I think just think is great. He's the best. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And Joseph's here. (laughs) Do you have any tattoos? And if not, do you plan on getting any? This is, yeah, just uh, like fun questions. Um, I have no tattoos right now. I am planning on getting some. Joseph we are planning on getting a matching tattoo. And then I've got one, two, three... One two three. I think three in total that I'm planning. Going over to Instagram questions. I want to do UDC. Wait, what does this say? Uh, I want to do UDC, but this was a teaching Insta. Can I pivot? Okay. So um, this I this was an, a question from Instagram. So her current Instagram is like a teaching Instagram, and I do not know the size of this Instagram account to know um what like what kind of audience we're working with. I think you can absolutely pivot. You can pivot at any time. That's not a question. I think the real question is if you start a new account or if you stay with the current account that you're on there, I have answers for like, for Instagram, I would not start another account. I would stay on the account that you're on and I would just change over your bio and uh, slowly churn that audience. If you're wanting to retain the audience that you have as much as possible, slowly slowly integrate UGC into what you're doing until you can kind of fold it over. That's what I did in the beginning. I was really, really uh, like known for homeware and uh, like cleaning and things like that. And like obviously, you guys know, like there's so much more in my life than just like cleaning my house. So then I slowly integrated uh, other things into it. And I'll be honest, for me, my wedding was a really big pivot point where people started following me more for my lifestyle than if I could clean a toilet, um, actually I don't think I ever cleaned a toilet on Instagram, but like if I could do my laundry, you know, um, but it was like probably six months of like slowly integrating other pieces of content into the content that people were used to before. Now I don't really post a lot of cleaning content. I post a lot of home content, but I don't really clean as much. I I still clean. I just don't post about it as much anymore. Um, so can you pivot? Yes. And with an Instagram, I would not recommend uh, like starting a new account, I don't think the growth rates on new accounts is very good right now. Can you talk about what goes into starting this journey behind the scenes? This I feel like we've talked about, like we dabbled in a little bit on like in this episode. But talk about what goes into starting this journey behind the scenes. Um, I'm like things that you don't see. Honestly, like it's all things that we've already talked about. Like you're going to be. You're you're gonna be you know creating content every day. Um, what you don't see is like moving furniture around, and getting like nice lighting, and like standing in front of a window. Um, you know, every time you see a vlog, you gotta and like somebody walks by a phone. I literally did this yesterday. I, I was vlogging and uh, I wanted to film me doing laundry, so I put the phone up on the washer. And then I left and then I got the laundry basket and I had a clip of me pulling the laundry basket like past the phone. But then I had to go back and get the phone. Like you have to think about all these things. Like when you're filming, you are are your own cameraman. So every time that you see something like that, like there's somebody setting it up and then going back and then doing the action and then having to go back and get the phone. That's always like an awkward thing. Um, But I think like what goes on into starting it... um, you know, for me, it's been all organic. There are definitely people that, um, like you can do TikTok ads and things like there's stuff. Um, I've run TikTok ads for businesses. I've never done it for myself. Um, it's something I've considered like for the podcast TikTok, since that's much more of a brand. Um, still don't know if that's something that I want to do because I'm still a big proponent for organic growth. Um, but what else don't you see? Um, I got dropped by my management, by my first management. I don't know if I ever talked about that. That sucked, but Even that was like a weird situation um, where they were downsizing. So I got dropped from the exclusive list to the non-exclusive list, which I didn't know what that meant. I thought that I was basically getting fired. That's not what that meant. Um, So that's something that you don't see. You don't see like, you know, going over contracts and things like that. Um, And you don't see like the really desperate emails that uh, sometimes you're sending to brands if you really, really want to work with them. Um, So, but. Pretty much like the things that are getting started is like, it's it's really consistency and posting. It's consistency and posting and then being willing to be a student. Like if you see somebody that you love their videos, study what they're doing. Um, and for a while, like it's, you know, try and mimic it. Um, you're, you're not mimicking to become them, you're mimicking to, to get some muscle practice until you figure out what works best for you. And then you'll figure out what feels good and, but you kind of don't know what feels good unless you've sat in it, you've done it. So it might be mimicking a vlog style of your favorite vlogger. And that way you're going through those motions and like learning that about yourself and your type of filming style. I hope that helps. Uh, do you do fo- social media full-time or do you have another job? I actually have another job. Oh, what's the podcast called? It's called Mutual Friends. It's called Mutual Friends. Did your husband ever get his treats? Uh, he did. Um, and I am actually totally slacking a video I've been wanting to post for months um, about more. Oh, thank you, Christina. Thank you for for being here, thank you for the gift. Um, He did get his treats and I need to post a video about the first treats that he got. Um, And we did get a PO box, actually. We want a TikTok of Joseph's Lego collection. We can do that, we can do that. Actually, let me wrap up this podcast and then we'll talk some more on here. guys i hope that this was helpful for you um i feel like we can get even nosier like next time like if you guys really want to ask like some nosy questions um but it sounds like you know it's mainly like how do you get started um and i hope that my tips were helpful again um it really unfortunately like the consistency thing is the biggest it's what everybody talks about and that's because that is the biggest thing but it's not consistency in like oh you always like it's showing up for those people that is like 20% of the reason you do it the consistency is a lot of practicing like for your own to feel comfortable in front of the camera and then also for the algorithm to know when you are going to be posting and for you to get as much data as possible to know what works and then replicating that Um, so anyway yeah. Influencing, literally, it's been the best journey. I loved it. This is my dream job. I thought about doing influencing when I was 16. And I, you know, I thought every, and I'm sure every kid, like in my head, every kid wanted to be a YouTuber. Every kid wanted to be an influencer um, and a content creator and whatever we called it back then. Cause I don't even know if I would have known what content creator really was. I wanted to be the next Lauren Curtis. I wanted to be the next Aspen Ovard and like being able to do this and like, actually fund a life for it i cannot explain the dream that it is and that dream is literally because of you guys um so with that if you there's ever anything that you want to see if you want us to report on any stories topics you want us to talk about things you want me to do more um i'm all ears always for you and yeah Um, that's all guys. I hope you have a wonderful week wherever you are. Um, wherever you are listening to this podcast, I hope that you are just in such a good place. I'm sending you all the best vibes. I hope you feel it. Like literally think about it for a second. I hope you feel every good sunshine vibe that I'm sending your way. Um, yeah, I love you dearly and I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you guys next time. Bye.